What if you were born with a disease that you always knew would kill you? And then what if all of a sudden you were given a second chance? Well, that's exactly what happened to me. And it's the question that we explore on the new podcast series, Breathless from Snack Labs. Join me, Jeremy Saunders, for a series that explores what it means to live and die, to love and to lose, and what it's like to have your whole life turned upside down and the unexpected challenges that come with a life-saving drug. You can listen to Breathless now, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, baby. Hello, my love. Um, how are you? I'm good. Yeah? Um, day after Canada Day. I definitely drank too much wine last night, and I'm feeling it. I feel kind of like puffy, you know, and like my yeah. joints are achy. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm good. Other than that, how about that, you? How that you feeling must like that. That feeling must ramp up so much when you don't like when drinking doesn't become. When you drink far less often in your, like, social life. Mm-hmm. Like, I drink like you. less yeah, you do. in my social life. I drink wine every day. You do? I, I'm a daily wine drinker, and I, and I even, you know, if it's not a special occasion, I will often feel the next morning, like, meh, probably could have done with half a glass less right. than what I did. But I get in this mood where I'm like, I feel so good. I want it to keep going. I want to keep feeling good. And um, just in general, whether it's water or wine or coffee or whatever, I, I tend to drink beverages too quickly. So, you know, sometimes I'm not always uh, monitoring my intake. But yeah, yeah, you're right. You go out more and you social, like social activity yeah. revolves around beverages, I feel like with you. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it kind of does. Um, yeah, no, it straight up does. Yeah, yeah I do a lot. I do. I'm trying. You know what? This is it. I'm going to say it right here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it so that you and the Turn Me On community can mm-hmm. hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. I am starting to take care of my body 
in a way that I haven't done for a long time. Okay. So. Tell me what that looks like. What it looks like is uh, strenuous and and uh, mindful physical activity mm-hmm. uh, for four to five days a week. Oh, wow. CrossFit. I'm going to be going to CrossFit yep. two to three times a week. Okay. Mindfully working out. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to throw my back out. Just don't, don't fucking worry people. I know, don't worry people. I'm okay. good. I'm good. I'm a yoga instructor. Yeah. And yoga two to three times a week. Yeah. So somewhere within there, mm-hmm. five days a week of both of those activities. That's great. Yeah. And? Was there an and? Uh, no, that's about it. Okay. I mean, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to, you know, um, I don't think that I drink an unhealthy amount. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that I, I party in an unhealthy amount. No, you have a seem to have a good healthy relationship with alcohol. So I do. The most, for the most part, I for think. For the most part, I do. Yeah, I'm, I I, uh, I know how to like, I know when to call it quits. Um, you know, I don't, I don't ever push it too much. But here's the thing is like, I'm, uh, so this all stems from when I had surgery back in October. Okay. And when I came out of that surgery, I, I just felt so unhealthy and so unfit and like not strong and not stable in my body. And that totally fucked with my, like the way I relate to myself yeah. sexually. Yeah. Um, the way I relate to having sex and like feeling sexy and like yeah. that, all that stuff. Um, and it's, you know, so I'm like having these like sort of body issues, which like I never really had like self-conscious body. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Big t- and like big time. Mm-hmm. Like thinking about it a lot. Right. Um, uh, which, which sort of, it, it sort of quelled a little bit after I, after I smoked that five MEO DMT. Okay. When I went to Salt Spring. Okay. Uh, did we ever talk about that on the we podcast? We did, yeah. We talked about it, yeah. Okay. So after that experience. You didn't mention what you did. You just said you had a, an experience. Right. I smoked toad venom, um, bufo toad venom. Which is which breaks down to five meo DMT, that is the the drug, mm-hmm. um, and it's the only place where this this five meo DMT is found naturally in the world that we know of. Otherwise, you can it can be synthesized, mm-hmm. but like n- nature's f- natural source of five meo DMT is from the gland of this fucking toad in okay. the Sonora Desert. Okay, some dude had the idea to. Lick this toad. No, that's that's the that's the that's the um, urban legend. Urban version? legend or yeah. the misconception. Right. But what he did was he took this stuff and smoked it. Smoked the liquid. It dried it. Smoked it. And uh, anyway, fucking blasted off to the center of the universe. Met God. Came back. That's like that's essentially wow the, the sensation. Right. So I when I came back from that like ego death. This this whole body, self conscious body thing was far less mm-hmm. um, all encompassing. Yeah, got it. But I just I yeah. So anyway, I want to do something about it. So I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start working out. And I need you to hold me accountable. Okay, that's gonna be really hard because I'm not gonna be here in July. Oh right. You know. <laughs> but, yeah right. And like also how because I've wondered this before and like what is the most effective way to keep you Jeremy Saunders accountable for something like what do you think I, I can do because I honestly like 
I don't want to be a nag. I think just I think hold me accountable as in like, hey, have you gone have you gone out this week? Yeah. No? Okay. Just checking in. Yeah, just checking you know? in. Yeah. Okay. I can do that. Um okay. yeah, I'll be away all month. I'm going Yeah, home. tell me why. You're going you're going to PEI. Yeah, I'm going there for work. I'm um uh, production managing uh, a web series shoot which is pretty exciting uh, first time in the role and it's a lot of work but I get to work with my friends every day and I get to work on Prince Edward Island that I places that I love and it's like the best place to spend your July even when you're working you know 16 hour days I'm sure it'll be great <coughs> but being healthy and taking care of myself self-care is going to be big for that period of time. Like I said, like yeah. I generally am pretty good at um, eating well and drinking lots of water and having a regular yoga practice. But when I'm working 16 hour days, what ends up happening is I either eat whatever's around and like I don't eat a lot of sugar in my life. So but sugar and caffeine and all these fake ways of like keeping your energy up are really easy traps to fall into when you're working long hours and some of the team that I work with I know have um, an equal affection for red wine as I do so you know not ending the day with a bottle of red wine um, might be a bit of a challenge but sleep is going to be really important and not getting sick like healthy immune system Mm. stuff like that all it's going to be really important and you know I was like maybe I'll bring my running shoes and I'll just do like a 10 minute run every morning all right Mm-hmm. Do you want you want to do that? Sure. Okay. Let's. All try right. It. You do that, okay. and I'll do what I said. Okay. And we'll hold each other accountable. Okay. That sounds great. And the listeners, if they if they can find a way to hold us accountable too, yeah, they you can, can do check that. in with us too. Check in with us. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Well. So great. We're gonna do that. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why this kind of came up, this idea, this 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 thing about me being self conscious and feeling shitty about my body, was because uh, something that I've been doing that I've done as of late. A number of times, I have rejected sex. Interesting. From Becca, mm-hmm. a number of times since my surgery. Right, because of your insecurity. Um. Yeah, I guess like a little bit. It's, it's sort of like that. That's always a spillover in some way. Yeah. But like a, no, a, a number of different reasons of why I would. I would reject it. Most of the time, it's like because I don't feel good. Yeah. You know, like there's like. Like my stomach's just like, yeah, like gurgling or fucking whatever. I just like don't feel great, you Mm -hmm. know, or like I don't feel sexy or I just don't, I just, I just physically, I'm like, oh no, like I can't even imagine having sex right now. In terms of our relationship. Yeah. I feel like that is something that we've dealt with. Yeah. How to handle the no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It can be really off putting and I feel, I'm sure you and Becca have talked about this too and. A little bit. I've talked about this in my other relationship as well. It's like, oh gosh, well, um, how do you not let that um, uh, inhibit you from asking (laughs) again another time? Because it can be a real blow to the ego. Oh my God, there's this great scene in Take This Waltz um, directed by Sarah Polly with Seth Rogen and um, Michelle Williams in it. And Michelle Williams. Isn't that her name? Oh. From like uh, Dawson's Creek days. Okay, sure. Yeah. I, Sorry, I was thinking name. about the uh, the Williams sisters, the tennis players. Oh, yeah. No, that's... Not, not I, I, I know, but now that's... And I've got that in my head. But yeah, no, I think it's... Anyway, they're this like... They're a couple. They've been in a long-term relationship for a long time. Um, and uh, 
there's a scene where they're in the kitchen. He's cooking. And no, it's not. It's wait. Is it Michelle Williams? I don't think it is. Yeah, it is. It totally is. Okay, it is. Um, Okay. So she comes up behind him and she puts her arms around him. And she I think she starts like kissing his neck or something like that. Or like unbuttoning his jeans. And he totally rejects her. And she was like, you have no idea how fucking hard that is. Yeah. And um, it's a dark, it's a heavy movie. I recommend you don't watch it the same day as Blue Valentine, which I did. (laughs) Equally as heartbreaking. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, so tell me about that. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of like that. Like, you know, it's, so it's interesting. It's like obviously to be the one on the receiving end of of like of uh receiving no from your significant other like no i'm not in like i'm not into having sex right now mm-hmm. is like it was really tough yeah um but saying no is also like really hard too it is hard to you know? say too because it's like you feel um you know you feel a way about say about denying your partner sex mm-hmm. What are like how? What's the best way to go about that? Like you, you, you're not into it. You, you don't want to have sex. What's the best way to communicate that to your partner in a way that, um, that softens that the weight of that, and and maybe is like a a really healthy way to mm-hmm. go about it. So I found this article. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's, let's I was looking it. it up, and uh, it's uh it's like a Psychology Today article. And it's pretty simple, but like how to reject sex without hurting a relationship. Great. And it just gives three, three simple things. Um, so one is like, instead of saying no, instead of being like, no, I'm not into it. Clearly explain to your partner why it is that you're saying no. Yeah. Right. So like in my case, you know, Becca is like kissing on my neck and we're in bed. We're about to go to sleep and like. Yeah, I can feel like, oh, this is, she clearly like wants to have sex right now. Mm. Instead of going like, instead of silently saying it, mm. you know, or like physically just kind of like turning away, yeah. you know, that, that move, oh, I hate that. the fucking worst, um, to say like, Hey babe, I, I know that you want to have sex right now, but here's why it's not, I'm not in it right now mm-hmm. because my yeah. fucking stomach's all fucky and mm. I just like. I feel gross. Yeah. Um, because if you don't, then if you don't do that, it's like your lack of interest in sex. It, it feels like it has everything to do with your partner. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's one, that's a really, that's a good one, which I, I honestly, I haven't, I haven't been doing. Okay. Like this is not something I've been doing. Uh, I like this one though. Number two is suggest another time soonish. Okay. Right. So uh, the example that they use is like, say you call your friend and you say, hey, uh, do you want to <clears throat> do you want to come over tomorrow night for dinner? I'm going to make this big dinner. It's going to be really nice. We'll have a great time. You and I. And your friend says, uh, no, I'm good. I'm all right. And just leaves it at that. Yeah. There's this kind of like, uh, uh-huh. OK, I guess would we. Should I ever ask? Are we still friends? uh, Yeah. Like, are we friends? What's going on? What did I do? As opposed to that person saying, uh, you know what? Tomorrow's not a good time. What about Wednesday at seven? Mm -hmm. Then you realize, okay, yeah, this person, they still want to have dinner with me. Yeah. It just doesn't, it just doesn't work for them at the time that I suggested. Yeah. Or the time that I wanted it to. Mm -hmm. And so they've come up with this alternative. 
Um, so would you say, how about tomorrow evening at seven? Well, you could. Yeah, yeah you could. Or you could say, uh, you know, I mean, it all really depends on what the scenario is, yeah. right? Like, I'm not really feeling it right now. Um, maybe let's, let's like, maybe let's put on a movie yeah. and, and like snuggle together and like have some quality time together before we do. Or, you know, not right now, but um, I promise when I'm home from work, yeah, I'll like... I'll be super into the idea yeah, or whatever, you know, but like it, not just leaving it at no, but yeah. saying no. And, and maybe, maybe we could do it later yeah. or some other time. What are your thoughts on these so far? I like it. I I'm uh, I'm newly curious about this idea of scheduling sex. Yeah. You've um, been talking about that a lot. On yeah. The show. I, I hear it. I just, cause I've read lately that, you know, people, myself included, maybe feel resistant to the idea or like the idea is that it kills the spontaneity or whatever. But, you know, Dan Savage is a huge uh, advocate for scheduling sex and making the time for it. And, you know, maybe it's just, and this totally works for me, is like maybe we're not scheduling sex, but it's like how about tomorrow, 3 p.m., you come over, we'll lay down, Take we'll your just, pants off. We'll take your pants off. We'll get naked. We'll do handstands we'll on bed. opposite sides of the room. And exactly. look at our genitals upside down. And I think that might work for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll both do downward facing dog. Not facing touching. away from each other. Looking into each other's buttholes. <laughs> buttholes. <laughs> um, yeah. So I like I like the idea of, of just like scheduling time to be intimate, even if it doesn't lead to sex. Yeah. Well, then. Okay. So that's great. That's a great segue into this third point the third and final point which is i wrote this article by the way (laughs) (laughs) yeah the third and final point is find another way to connect yeah so it's like okay you know we're laying in bed let's just touch our noses together (laughs) yeah well actually yeah that's nice that is a nice one i like that i like let's put our foreheads together and just breathe into each other's mouths yeah (gasps) you stick your tongue out 35 percent. i'll stick mine out 65 percent, and then we'll just see if um if that leads to anything. Uh, yeah, yeah. If they touch, maybe they touch. <laughs> um, so just because you're not in the mood for sex doesn't necessarily mean you have to turn down the other bids for connections or for connections or closeness. That's true. And like, you know, if I want sex and my partner is not into it, they don't feel sexy. They tell me they're not feeling like really in their bodies or they have a headache or the whatever. Then if they were like, you know, is there anything I can do? though to make you feel good yeah well so what is sex like what is sex in a relationship yeah it's a way to feel close to your partner mm-hmm. right there's so many other ways to feel close to your partner yeah um holding each other or like or or just like have, you know conversing like yeah. having a nice quiet pillow talk yeah or um uh you know playing yeah. with your partner's hair or whatever like whatever yeah, you yeah. know there's there's a fuckload of things that you can it's do. like what do you need right now from sex is it you want to feel cared for oh, do you want baby. to feel like you know an orgasm is like what's the sensation you're looking for from this sex at this particular moment and maybe we can fulfill that in yeah. a different way here let him uh, we're gonna pause here to let back. our dog figure out what he wants to do Go poor lay down, buddy bigby's injured big old limp on his leg him. lay down Bob. okay bud lay down take a little lay down that looks like a good spot right there. I'm so tired of him being injured. I know. He's had two knee surgeries. Oh, you poor he old man. He's turning an old man. Fuck, we got to get some CBD oil or something like that yeah, for him. Yeah, we got to get something. Fuck. 
Anyway. <laughs> um, Super interesting. Yeah. So, you know, takeaway is um, essentially don't just like, don't just say no. Yeah. Now, you know, as, but that's hard. Like, it's easy to just say no because, because you, it's like you don't want to you don't want to broach the subject because you're afraid. And it can mean if it's because of some insecurity or something that you're feeling or you're not feeling yourself or whatever that yeah. can be like you're already vulnerable and like to say no and then admit the fact that you're not feeling great. Sometimes it's just like, ugh, then, yeah, you know, then I feel even less sexy when mm-hmm. I'm admitting that. So I get it. It is hard, but you know. This is maybe new for you, but I would say, you know, the amount of times I've had sex just because I didn't know how to say no um, is like a real, like in long-term relationships, um, just having sex because it's easier than saying, than saying no or, you know, and my go-to would often just be like, just fucking pretend you're asleep, you know, don't just like, don't say anything. Avoid, 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 avoid. Mm -hmm. So yeah, face it face it be honest about it and honestly that's been really liberating for me recently is going well you know what i'm getting real familiar with my libido now so i see that it ebbs and it flows so when it ebbs i try not to worry that it'll never come back and well what's wrong with me what's wrong with the relationship am i not sexually attracted anymore i was like you know what just cool it it's gonna come back around right now you're just not it's not your time you got other i got well, to be frank, right now, my breasts are extremely sore because I'm ovulating. And if anybody... And I, was bo- if, I was doing boxing practice yesterday. I was like, yo, can you bring those those uh, bags in here? <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels uh, like. You have no idea. It's like... Bridie hangs over hangs over a balcony, like a, on a plank, and then just lets her little boobies dangle. Mm-hmm. And then they dangle in the air, and I just go... I'm just going to let you keep going on this because, um, yeah, you know, and then I do it to your balls when, uh, you know, whenever I feel like I need to let some steam off. Uh, no, it's just, it's aggravating. Even like the slightest touch is like painful. Is it because of your period? Yeah. I'm ovulating. So it's like the week before my period. And I guess it's caused by like. The yeah, level the of progesterone in your body. Progesterone? Progesterone? The fuck is progesterone? You, I think it's that's how you say it. Progesterone. Proge- I've never heard that before. Progesterone? Pro, progesterone. Progesterone. It's an endogenous steroid and sex hormone. Interesting. Do you know what endogenous means? Endogenous? Do you know what endogenous means? No, do you? Yep. Okay, tell me. Naturally occurring within the human body. Okay. Uh, involved in the menstrual cycle, pregnancy, actually, you know what, and embryogenesis of human and other species. Is that what endogenous means? Can you look up endogenous? Because uh, yeah. I, I think I just made that up. Endogenous but I think substances right. and processes are those that originate from within an organism, tissue, or cell. Yeah, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, babe, I'm getting, I'm getting so much better with words. You're getting really smart. Yeah, yeah, like my words, I didn't have big words. Uh, two years ago Now I've got I've got the best words You have a handful Of big words For sure <laughs> You sure uh, do Turn me on We'll be right back After this word From our sponsors
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Let's uh, let's move on to the brain boner. I know that this is a a real fucky one. This man, this episode is. Uh, yeah, we got some stuff that we're gonna unpack we're just, like, here unpacking in a minute. Some stuff here. Mm-hmm. This is one of those like heavier episodes. Mm-hmm. Let me think. Let me try to think of something light that I can in- inject here. Um, hmm. 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 Mm, how about? Uh, um, I saw. I saw. I saw on the a little meme on the internet the other day, and I had um, an arm and a condom, and it was like next time. Someone tells you that they don't like to wear condoms because their their penises don't fit in it. Just show them this, and it's a hand giving the middle finger <laughs> all inside of a condom. Yeah, I thought that was funny. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. Anything else? No, nah, that was it. I was trying to think of like some shit that. Oh, oh, we talked about that. Uh, does any? I, I was going to ask a question. Like the people can fucking answer me. Jesus. Raise your hand if uh, yeah, if you're listening to this. Raise your hand if you li- if you follow Miss and Jemmy on Instagram. Uh, Miss and Jemmy is a she's a an, a uh, a coroner. Oh, and her ins- oh, dude, her Instagram is fucking. Uh, it I gotta is, check uh, it. Oh no, Bridie, you're gonna hate it. Why? I love dead bodies. Oh my god, babe, it's fucking intense. I lo- I love that shit too. But Miss and Jemmy, I've like when I'm watching it or when I go to her page, I have to like sit down. Take a deep breath and go, okay, here we go. Okay. MRS underscore and Jemmy, A-N-G-E-M-I, I believe. Okay. She's a coroner. And I don't know how legally, how she gets away with doing what she does. I guess, I guess because she doesn't actually put anyone's face in there. Okay. But it's a lot of pictures and videos of the human body either 
uh, dead or injured, badly injured. And she's basically educating the world on how how the human body can get really fucked up. Okay. Um, it, it's it, When you first go to it, it might seem a little like exploitative or like sensationalized but it but when you read her posts or comments you're like oh wow holy fuck this is, there's actually a lot to be it's learned science yeah it's, oh yeah very science-based dude there was a fucking crazy one the other day of this woman who went missing in this small town in like the Uh-oh. philippines or something yeah and they were they were slicing open this massive massive anaconda <gasps> she was in it no snake ate her Oh, no. That one was super gnarly. Okay. Oh, you know what? Fuck. Okay. Okay. How the fuck can that go on Instagram? But then when I put a very nice photo that two lovely women sent to turn me on, and it just happens to have a set of breasts in it, and I put emojis over the nipples, and they fucking take that down, yet Miss and Jemmy can put up like a severed artery squirting blood 17 feet. And and no issue. What the fuck is wrong with society? Oh, this patient and his wife were high on meth when she stuck this candle up his butt. Oh wow! Ooh. It was sucked into the rectum, which required a trip to oh. the emergency room. Ooh. 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 Oh my god! There's this person's fingernails coming off. Oh, <laughs> babe. Okay, no wait. This podcast is changing now. I don't like it. Wait, we are trying to lighten the mood. We're trying to lighten the mood. So there was a post that Miss and Jemmy put on there, and it was... Sleeping with my wife's corpse was a great way to grieve. Whoa, what? That's on her page? That's on her page, yeah. (laughs) What's that article? We got to find that. I was recently inboxed this story about a man who slept with his wife's dead body for six days after her death. Oh, oh, oh. Takes place in England. Oh, my God. Sleeping... Oh my God, Bigby, what are you doing? You, you're such a little weirdo. Can't get comfortable, eh, buddy? Sleeping. Jesus Christ, buddy. Sleeping with my dead wife. I, God, if Other I... Other cultures have had these types of practices in place forever. If I search this, sleeping with dead wife, I'm going to get put on a fucking list, aren't I? Yeah. Man, okay, found it. Man, oh my God, dude. This is so gnarly. In his first interview since his Facebook post about... <laughs> Don't post it on Facebook, bro. His first interview since his Facebook post about sleeping in the bed next to his wife, Wendy's cocoon, went viral. Russell Davidson says he would recommend it to absolutely everybody and sending her to the Undertaker's or a mortuary would have been weird. Oh, man, this is so bananas. Holy moly. At 440, should I read this? Oh my Should god. Should I fucking read this right now? I don't now? know. It's really this, epi- this episode this episode, is... it, this episode's only getting more fucked because okay. what we're about to read later is yeah. real intense. Should we do it? Yeah, we're, read this it. Is it. All right, people, fine, the fuck. people need to know. Happy summer, everyone. At four forty AM on Friday, April twenty first, Russell Russell Davidson's in quotations, absolutely wonderful, truly remarkable, much loved, respected, fearless, brave wife, best friend and soulmate Wendy, unquote. Passed away from cervical cancer oh. at age 50 at home in the arms of her husband and her son, Dylan. Oh, this is fucking bumming me out. So far, so bittersweetly normal. It is what happened the next next that caused the social media sensation. Mr. Davidson did not call the undertakers to his five-bedroom Victorian house in Derby. Jeez, but he's sitting on a big old estate. Instead, he ceremonially washed his wife's body, put her in a lovely flower summer dress, lifted her from the bed into the organic cotton-linked wicker cocoon, 
in quotes, uh, quotation, Wendy never liked the word coffin, okay, and stayed with her for the next six days. The first night, after sobbing for what seemed like 10 hours, the grieving husband got into the bed next to the coffin, got my Kindle out, had to read, and went to sleep. And the next morning, there was nothing that upset me about being in a room with a dead body. It was quite opposite. Wendy's body is still there, and that's what, what was comforting. Okay, well, hold on. Is he having sex with her? Because this just sounds... So far, this doesn't. Yeah, I don't sound, hear anything. No, uh, I, no he's not. Can this? This wait, actually sounds having, really sweet. Is he though? Well, he hasn't. Nothing said that. More and more people were invited to the vigil for Wendy. Not just her spiritualist, Buddhist, and pagan friends, but also who fucking what is this article? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I have to stop looking at her um, Instagram. Um, I, he, you know what? The headline is sleeping with wife's body. So I guess that we we decided that that meant sex but yeah it's true uh i did put incontinent pants on her just in case there <gasps> were leaks but there weren't any oh god there was no bad smell no fluids even though all we did was close the curtain so her body wasn't exposed to direct sunlight there was no real de- decomposition nothing highly unsightly or disturbing her, skin, her face sank a bit mouth drop blah blah okay uh all right well you know what i don't know all right there's sure, nothing that's in fine. there you know what Totally fine. If he didn't bang her, then there was no indecency. Uh, and actually, you know what? It, uh, the, I think it's pretty like in Canada. That's that's actually kind of legal. The only thing is that you have to have them on ice. Ah, um, yeah. There, we did a whole episode on what happens, like um, planning your own funeral, and we spoke to a funeral celebrant, okay. and she was like, well, "Once the body is dead, uh, there is no set time in which you have to turn it over to." A funeral home or anything. You can keep the body as long as you're not committing any indecency to the body. Okay. So putting it on ice, having it, you know, sit in your living room for a week long wait. That's okay. That's totally okay. In Canada. I mean, I don't know. Wow, guys. Jesus how come Christ. we can't post nipples? I know, dude. You're still in Miss Ann Gemini. It's eh? fucked. It's fucked. If you haven't, I mean, if you haven't checked her out. It's a lot of fucking gore. Yeah. Well, let's get oh, on to some sex. Let's talk about sex because okay. this is a sex podcast and I feel like we've, <laughs> we've only kind of like just scratched the surface of it, mm-hmm. but I think we're about to get into some sex that is not going to make people feel very, very comfortable. Good. Mm-hmm. No. But we, you know what? Keep yourself wide open to this. Let us. Yeah. Let us. Let's let, talk yes, about it. Let's go into this okay. with, without jumping to any sort of like preconceived notions Mm -hmm. let's be very um let's be very open and mindful to this let's Mm -hmm. let's read this brain boner get into her so this is extremely long and i'm gonna only read a couple bits about it so you kind of get an idea of what we're talking about but i'm not going to get into all the whole thing she wrote us a fucking straight up a a, an epic like like a legal document kind of okay Dear Jeremy and Bridie, I hope you're keeping well. I very much enjoy listening to your Turn Me On podcast. It is most entertaining and informative. I very much admire and respect the fact that you are willing to openly discuss the the diversity of human sexuality, including (laughs) controversial topics, in a no-holds-barred manner. I would like to bring an issue concerning sexual liberty and freedom to your attention. I thought that it may be something which you could discuss on a future show for your podcast. Many Canadians are under the mistaken belief that all sexual activity between fully consenting adults is now legal in this country. 
In fact, when I posed the question, is sex between fully consenting adults always legal in Canada? I typically receive the reply, um, yes, I cannot think of any sexual activity between fully consenting adults, which would be illegal. As you may be aware, incest, even between fully consenting adults, is currently illegal in Canada and punishable by imprisonment imprisonment for a term of up to 14 years, Whoa. as well as being placed on the National Sex Offenders Registry for the duration of one's lifetime. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Section 155 of the Criminal Code of Canada defines the crime of incest as everyone who commits... Everyone commits incest who knowing that another person is by blood relationship his or her parent child brother sister grandparent or grandchild as the case may be has sexual intercourse with that person okay again this applies to even where sorry again this applies even to where incest is between fully consenting adults incest between fully consenting Consenting adults is currently legal in Portugal, Spain, France, Belgium, the Netherlands, Luxembourg, Russia, India, Israel, Japan, Thailand, Argentina, Brazil, Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. Okay, so I did a, just breaking out of the email here, I did a, a search on this and there's a quite an extensive um, list of regions and the laws regarding incest on Wikipedia, so you can look that up. I, I didn't check each one of the ones that, that this writer mentioned, but but a few of them, and it's true. It, it's legal. Um, oh, check this out. It's also legal in all but two states. Guess what two states it's legal? Illegal? No, guess which oh, it's two illegal. states it's legal. Uh, California? Nope. Mm, Utah? No. Uh, New Jersey. Okay. And Rhode Island. Weird. Rhode Island. Interesting. God, I feel like that would be the last state to have it legal. Um. Okay. So onward um, in the case of incest between fully consenting adults, I do not believe that either the fear of negative consequences for the family nor the possibility of the birth of genetically um, damaged children from such incestuous relationships can justify a criminal prohibition. Okay. The fundamental right of all fully consenting adults, even those who are closely related by blood to sexual self-determination needs be weighed more heavily than the highly abstract and subjective idea of quote unquote protection of the family as well as society. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it goes on to say some things more about like the uh, birth defects. Um, but you know, she just mentions that, you know, birth control is a thing. Um, also, not all sex is about procreation these days. That's right. Um, and it, right. She, she says, I would also like to point out that genetic sexual attraction, GSA, is a scientifically variable reality which does occur with increasing frequency, primarily as a result of both widespread adoption as well as fundamental changes in the very definition of what constitutes a family. The highly heteronormative definition of family is quite passe these days, given the advent of same-sex marriage, no-fault divorce, unmarried cohabitation and procreation, the widespread use of adoption, as well as the increasing normalization of so-called blended families. Um... So ba and basically what she goes on to talk about is how you're more likely to have shared interests and mm. personality traits that are compatible when you sure. are blood related and and that this sure. is something that's studied. Um, okay. Goes okay. on and on and on. Um, but now I'll leave it at that. Let's before we unpack this ourselves. 
I want to just, I want to, and I know what's going to happen when we do this. Yeah. But I just want to get the the reaction to a few people in our life. Okay. Of what their thoughts are. Just a quick little blurb on what their thoughts are when we just throw this at them. Okay. Okay. And, the, and, and we'll circle back as to why I wanted to do this. Okay. So here, one second. I'm going to call someone right now. Let's call my sister. <laughs> oh, that's not going to be a weird question for you to ask your sister. <laughs> it'll be a good one, though. I think it'll be good. Here, let's see what happens. She's going to fucking hate this. Hey. Hey. Uh, I got. I have one question for you, and I want you just to answer me like, uh, just like the first thing that comes to your mind, like what your thoughts are. Okay. Okay. All right. Hypothetically, two adults, two consenting adults, um, are interested in having sex with each other. But here's the here's the catch. Your brother and sister. How does that make you feel? Wrong. <laughs> okay. And, and like an absolute no. An, an absolute no, as in like they absolutely shouldn't do it. Absolutely should not do it. Why? Well, the only thing I have to compare to is you as my sibling, and that would be just an absolute no for me. That right, right, sure, 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 sure. But, but yeah, but hold on, hold on, though. I, I'm not asking the. I'm not asking you if we want to do this. I'm, I'm saying two people that we don't know. <laughs> I, I wasn't taking this phone call as a proposition. <laughs> okay, great. I, I was thinking two two adults that like that we don't even know, but we just found out that they're brother and sister. Do they know that they're brother and sister? They they are fully aware. I still think that that's so super weird. What if they didn't grow up together? What if they, what if they find out that they're related after they've already kind of established that they're attracted to each other? It doesn't change that it's like, like incestual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. This and, is. Oh, you got something else? Go ahead. Yeah. What? Go ahead. You you had something else to say there? No, just just the fact that it's incest and. It just makes you feel weird. Yeah, and like it's just wrong. Right, right. Okay. I mean, I, in my, in my, like, in my opinion. Yes. Okay. I, I mean, everybody to each their own, but. Sure. Okay. Perfect. That's all we needed. Uh, love you. I'll call, I'll call you later. Okay. Bye. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect okay. little response there. Yeah. Totally. That's what I was expecting. Now I'm going to call Taylor. Okay. Taylor is the co-host of Sick Boy Podcast, another podcast that I host. I have a I have a pretty strong guess you have on an how, idea yeah. what he's going to say. Oh yeah, I know how he's going to feel about this. Taylor Does feels Taylor, Taylor feels siblings? weird about Hello? hearing me oh, yeah. have sex. Hey, what's up? Hey, buddy, what's happening? Uh, quick question for you. I'm going to ask you this question, and I just want to hear your thoughts on like what comes to your mind. Okay. Okay. Uh, what are your thoughts on two consenting adults who want to have sex, uh, but but their brother and sister? Or brother and brother. <laughs> um, oh. We've 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 had this chat. Uh, oh right, we did talk I, about I, this. I, on in like my gut says no. Right, and and why? Uh, society saying that it shouldn't be that way. I think that's probably the if I if yeah. I if I think about it, that's probably the the, the reason behind that thought. 
Perfect. Okay, that's that's perfect. That's all I needed. Sweet. All right, love you, buddy. All right, love you too. See you. Bye. Anybody okay. else we should get a uh, an opinion on? Yeah, this? let's. Uh, should I call? Should I call my sister? Yeah, let's do let's okay, do let's do know. Tara. Yeah. I, I got I got her number. Oh, you okay? Yeah, yeah. Here I'll call her here. Okay. Oh man, I feel nervous for the people that were calling. Like I feel I love it. like I'm I'm sweating a little bit. All right, you handle this one. Hello. Hi. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? Good. I'm. I hope. Can you hear me? Okay. I'm just. I'm in the grocery store. Yeah, I can hear you fine. Um, I'm. Okay, I'm great. Kind of, um, what are your initial thoughts uh, when I when I mentioned that? There's a two consenting adults who want to have sex with each other. Yeah. Um, but they're blood related. Whoa. Specifically, their brother That's, and sister. Their brother and sister, or their brother and brother, or sister and sister, whatever. Right. Well, it's really interesting because in a lot of the old erotica that I've been reading. Um, that has been written by men. Um, there are a lot of stories of brothers and sisters, and that those are sort of the first, some of the first sexual experiences are happening um, right. in that realm. And it, you know, it definitely feels very taboo. Yeah. Um, you know, now, like in our culture, to not. Um, you know, to not condone that or to judge it in some way. And yet, it's it like a, and a lot of the old erotica, I'm talking like late 1800s, early 1900s. Okay. So, um, so it was kind of considered like nor- a little bit normal at that point. But it, we've kind of come away from it so much because we're aware of the effects that can happen if, say, some kind of sexual activity results in procreation in yeah. that circumstance. Um, so, you know, I don't know. Like, like the, the, the first thing that comes to mind is, like, I don't know that that can get any more controversial except for, like, you know, um, uh, like pedophilia, which you guys have addressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty right? up there. On your it's, show. It's definitely up there. Uh, are, are, you th- are you thinking of having a show with this as a... We're we're actually reco- we're actually recording right now. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> While I'm grocery shopping for avocados, <laughs> that's really that's really funny. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. Like, I, it's, a, it's a really that's a really tricky one. It's you know, a, like that's a really great answer though because mm. because what we're learning while we're talking about this and we're recording is like. You know, it's actually, it's quite punishable in Canada, um, up to 14 years imprisonment. Yeah. You're kidding. No. Wow. No. Yeah. And that's between two, yeah. like, cons- consenting adults, um, still still punishable by, by imprisonment. Whereas in actually quite a long list of countries, it's it's not uh, punishable by, by law. It's actually okay. It's actually okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's so interesting because the, you know, the erotic sphere and the legal sphere are, and the acceptable sphere are not always the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, we, as we know, especially in North America, 
Yeah. I've, I've been watching and reading a lot of Esther Perel lately and, yeah. you know, and of course she, she is always talking about that. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, it's, that's a, that's a real tough one. Yeah. That's a real tough one. Well, that's a yeah. perfect answer, Tara. And, uh, okay, and we'll, we'll, we'll let you know how this, how this, the rest of this conversation pans out. Sorry, can you repeat that? We'll, we'll, we'll let you know how the rest of the conversation pans out. Yeah, I'm super curious uh, to, to hear what other people have to say about it. Thanks for asking. Okay. <laughs> love you. Love okay. You. Okay. Love you guys. Bye. 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 Okay. So. Yeah. Here's why I, th- I thought that would be interesting. Okay. It's because when we received this email. Yeah. Months ago. The first thing that I did was I was reading it and I was like, ugh, fuck no. Yeah. Oh my God. A, I'm not reading this on the podcast. And B, no, 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 no. Like this is, it's not okay. Yeah. This isn't okay. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta formulate a response to this person to tell them why it's not okay. So what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to go to Google and I Googled, why is incest not okay? And very quickly through my, through my, you know, like very lazy research <laughs> I came to realize wait a minute whoa 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 there's there isn't much out there to to tell me why incest mm-hmm. and look we're only speaking about consenting adults yeah two consenting adults who have decided we want to fuck each other yeah there's not much out there to tell me why that's not okay aside from the fact that it makes me feel gross right that's it. If your if your argument is that well, they could produce offspring that are you know um, disabled or you know like you know mentally developmentally, um, de- developmentally yeah like yeah. whatever whatever the the issues are that come up with with create procreation yeah well you know what there's there's condoms for a reason birth control's been around for a while yeah abortion's a thing yeah. and also um, what if it's two brothers yeah if it's two brothers that want to have sex yeah well. It no. might make you feel gross, but is is that enough to for us to go, well, if you two brothers have sex... You're going to prison. We're going to fucking throw you in jail. Yeah. Or and support you, you brother, with our tax dollars for yeah. the rest of your natural born life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so when I made that realization, um, I was just like, I was really taken aback. I was really like, oh my God. Wow. Uh, wow. I have such a... I have such a... And I don't know if it's a societal... Uh, morality um uh aversion to it or for or if it's like a if it's like an innate morality sense of morality that like you know we have within us so that we don't procreate with our brothers and sisters mm-hmm. um i'm not sure where that comes from yeah um because yes tara was talking about like back in the 17th 17th century it's like a little more common but also i think it was a little more common because they were like Let's keep the riches in the family. Yeah, yeah. No, let's not bring in right. outsiders. Like sense. we want to keep this fucking this family line pure. Yeah, or whatever. I think that that had a lot more to do with the incest back then. Yeah, as opposed to, um, you know, just wanting to love your your yeah. sister or brother. So I don't know if it's societal or if it's or if it's like, um, like an adaptation type thing. Because I know that there's animals and plants that have built-in mechanisms to, to that that make them averse to incest. Right. Cuz it's not healthy for the Yeah. for the seed or That's the right. animal or Yeah. Interesting. Right? But now we're at a we're now at a point where it's like we don't just pro, we don't just have sex to procreate. Mhm. 
It's for pleasure. We do it just because it's nice. Yeah. yeah. And so, I don't know. Does that does that warrant locking someone up for 14 years because they want to have sex with their sister? Yeah. Or, no, it's because they do have sex with their sister. Right. Because yeah. they, they ha- yeah, right. Have because had. they have sex with their sister. Um. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I guess I probably had the same feeling. And if this is like, I've probably never said this out loud before, but because I have... You're like, Jeremy, I, I'm your sister. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. no. Um, yes, and <laughs> I'm also my own grandpa. <laughs> um, okay, see what I did there? I'm trying to get better at that yes and game. Um, all right, uh, because I have a big family. And yeah. I think I found out at a pretty young age that um, within sort of like my extended family, there there were issues with like um, cousins, child, child molestation, right? Which is a different thing. And that's a different thing. But it, at a young, impressionable mm-hmm. age, when no one was really talking to me about sex at all, these. Um, that conversation that I had where I found out some of that stuff blended in with my earliest experiences Mm. of my own sexuality Mm -hmm. and blended in with like, you know, a lot of my young um, confusion about my extended and blended family and like what, you know, how you know necessarily my relationship with my sisters that I lived with Mm. might be actually different than my relationships with my siblings that I didn't live with and Mm -hmm. all this like sort of puzzling of my life that I was trying to put together at that age and so I found this out and I think it had a really lasting and profound effect on um, how sensitive I am to the idea that there could be anything, any of those wires crossed in in um, my adult life with right. siblings or, right. you know, things like that. It's, you know, and I, I've, I've, because I have this blended family, it's like I've had siblings, uh, again, I've never said this out loud on this podcast before, but like people within my family have dated each other. There is no blood relation. You know, like mm. step siblings. Yeah, That's sure. quite common, yeah. actually, because of, like, you know, the intimate relationship you're, you're creating yeah. with people that aren't blood related to you. Say, adult, you know, step siblings or whatever. Is it funny that that also makes people fucking feel weird? Totally, yeah. I know, like, but I get it. I, I get, totally I get it too. Get it. And, and I wanna... there's just like something that feels unsafe about yeah, it. Yeah, and for sure, icky. And and I want to say that there's nothing like, although I'm we're sitting here going, hey, just like just so we're clear, like, I, I mean, I think you agree with me. It's a little, it's a little bonkers that you could be locked up. I think that that is bonkers. I mean, when I <laughs> think about how it makes me feel icky. There's it, nothing wrong with that. There, there's, it's okay, sure. It, and I think society and the way that we've, you know, yeah. we've come to view different things about sexuality is, you know, we've decided, you know, yeah. that some things are okay and some things are not okay. Mm-hmm. And um, we revisit that, I think, too, from time to time. Yeah. Um, and like our friend, uh, Dr. James Cantor, talked about is like, you know that was that's the way it was with homosexuality. It made people feel icky, yeah. and so we fucking made it illegal. Yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah, I don't know. I I definitely it seems ridiculous to me that it would be punishable by years in prison. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, 
my gut feeling is still the same and i i guess maybe that that takes some undoing yeah. if i want to put the effort into undoing that yeah i think there and also i just want to like circle back um again we're only talking we're only talking about consenting adults yeah if you're getting into the like the the, you know the pedophilia age gap power dynamic thing that that yes Mm -hmm. there there a lot a lot of times incest is involved in that and that's a fucking horrible thing and that needs to be like that's its own thing yeah Um, we're talking about to be separated oh for sure for sure for sure for sure we're talking about two adults consenting and they're like look we just we want we feel the need to do this we want to do this Mm -hmm. like so uh, you know why why do we have to like feel like we'd be locked up to do it yeah well it makes my wiener invert a little yeah the thought of it yeah but at the same time hey like tash said tash did say as much as she was like fuck that yeah she did say to each their own yeah and that's it man like to each their own yeah i guess so the person that wrote this, also I want to say, at no point in that email did they say, I want to bang my brother. No. Um, but clearly, this person, it sounds like... They is, had thoughts. Is, yeah, or, yeah, or is in the position where they're like, God damn it. Or you know what? Maybe they're an advocate on behalf uh, yes. of somebody else. Somebody else. That's close to them, mm-hmm. you know, who doesn't necessarily have the words or to yeah. reach out about it to someone and... And they, uh, you know. they sent us this email uh, maybe 15 times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I think we got it about, we got it the exact same email. At I first thought. I thought their email was broken. And then yeah. I was like, oh, no, no, no. They're just very adamant. We never responded to them. So we should send them a response. Let yeah. them know that we, we read Twice it. Twice we got it on February 13th. Uh, we got <laughs> yeah. it once on February 19th and once on February 22nd. Yeah. Um, we read your email. We got it. We actually, if you send us, ever send us an email, we always read it. So yeah, we it, read it. Yeah, you don't have to send it uh, 10 times. Um, and uh, But we definitely <laughs> saw your email. Yeah. Well, 100% saw it. And um, thank you for yeah. bringing that up because that's definitely not something that would have ever occurred Mm-mm. to me to talk about before. Nope. Nope. And hey, you know what? I'll put this out there. If there's anybody listening who has engaged in an incest relationship and you want to come on the show you know you know you know how many people use their real name on this fucking show mm-hmm. not many yeah almost everybody who comes into our studio is like i'm not using my name i'd so, like to go by yeah whatever whatever name so uh you can come on here and we can keep this very anonymous um i would love to speak to someone who's been in that scenario yeah i definitely feel like now if somebody ever told me that they had or that they wanted to, yeah. having ex- thought about this and explored a little bit, I would be much more receptive. Oh, for, to sh- it. for, for me, absolutely, too. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, oh my God, let's talk about that. Yeah. Last thing I would do is go, oh, fuck. Which is what I probably would have done before. I got to get my holy water. Before throw I throw my holy water on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Devils be gone. <laughs> No, well, thanks, thanks again. Yeah, yeah, to uh, to our, our writer there. That was a, it was the biggest the biggest brain boner we've ever had, yeah. and and the one that we were like, oh, we got to save this for. A, I am stumped. You know, yeah, we don't know how to bring this up. Yeah, well, I'm glad we found our way there. Yeah, we did. This was fun, babe. Uh, let's wrap this up. Okay. Um, thank you all so much for listening. That was our host episode. We're probably gonna have a couple more of these as as Bridie's leaving and. And we're gonna have to figure out what the what the fuck to do. Oh, you want to read some Patreon names? Yeah, Let's I would love it. to uh, thank our our patrons again from the bottom of our hearts. This has been a really um, amazing um, 
uh, assistance already, yeah, even though has. we've only been up for a couple of months now, I think, our Patreon? Or is this just a month? Mm. Uh, no. No, we're, we're coming into our second month. It is like, first of all, feels really nice to know that you think what we're doing is worth your hard-earned dollars, and we um, we really appreciate what it's been able to to do for us so far in terms of lining up uh, conversations with people who are not in Halifax mm. and um, taking care of our relationship and our podcast in other ways as well. Yeah, I'm sure we'll dive into that on a, on a yeah, let's, foreplay. At let's some point. do that. Let's do that. <clears throat> so um, we're going to shout out a few names here. And uh, if you don't hear it, uh, yours, then don't worry, it's coming. We're, uh, we're, we're breaking them up a little bit because we are we are uh, we're trying to be real creative here. So I'm going to say, are you on this? I don't have the list, so you go for it. Oh, no. Yeah, I can't do this by myself. All right, fine. Just read a couple and I'll, I'll, I'll find my way there. Here we go. Okay. Um, it's uh, Megan Smith. Thanks so much for your... Um, uh, fuck, no, I can't. Megan Smith, <sighs> you sound like you have... Uh, what the fuck is it called when you're a smith of something? Uh, yeah, she's a cocksmith. A sex smith? Megan Cocksmith. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Melanie, no last name. I like that you like to keep it anonymous. Have it a little anonymous uh, hookup on the side. There we go. Uh, Simon Belanger. Uh, you can... Uh, uh, I can't fucking do you this, man. You can choke so, on yeah. my Belanger I'll, every, I, any day. I would pick, put my Belanger inside you if you, if you requested it. Mao Isabel, I I hope I'm saying that right. Mao uh, Maui Wowie. Maui Wowie, you can mow down on some of that. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Lacey Flecker. Um, I wish I could come up with something that sounds like Flecker. Flecker, I hardly even know her. You know, you know what I'm saying? And then uh, Sarah Crosby. Uh, uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash. Yeah. On yeah. Sure. Great. No, <laughs> I think we better just stop right we there. Stop I don't think we're that. on it. Yeah, we're I don't not, think we're on our game. I don't think we're today. ever on our game. The other day, Dave Culligan was like, "Dude, you guys really sucked at that last thing." Although when you uh, when you said uh, you said somebody else's name, uh, uh, what was it? Oh, Jacqueline, 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 all over your face or something <laughs> like that. I was like, "Yeah, that's a good one." Uh, if we can get one good one. Every now and then, then that's yeah, that's it. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll pre uh, meditate the next ones. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to do that? Yeah, we should think we should think this through. Also, if you're a Patreon and you don't want us saying your <coughs> name, and uh, uh, if you're a patron, you don't want us to say your name, or then your don't, last put name. Your name. <laughs> don't put your name. Don't put your name. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. We love you. Uh, and if you want to, hey, if you want to support us on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/TermiOn. Uh, and if you want to support us other ways, you can, a uh, real simple way is just go into Apple podcast, uh, leave a rating and a review and let us know what you thought about the show and, uh, hit the subscribe button. Um, cause that would just help a dang lot. Follow us on Instagram, um, and send us your booty pics. No nipples, please. We're not allowed to have nipples. Yeah. Instagram hates the nipples. <sighs> Come on, Instagram. Get with the program. Uh, we can be emailed at termionpodcast at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on our website, termionpodcast.com. If you want to be a guest on the show or if you have a brain boner, come on, bone us with it. That is it for this week. Until next week. Go fuck yourself.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365 day returns.